0: Welcome to Pilgrim Power, the podcast for Pilgrim Rest Baptist Church. Today's message will be brought to you by Elder Elaine Penn, and it's simply entitled, The Lord is My Shepherd, from the 23rd Psalm. Prepare to be enriched by this prophetic passage. In 2020, I heard the term unprecedented more than I've ever heard it in my whole life. 2020 was a year. When we were surrounded by death. Some of you didn't lose just one, you lost five, but there were folk that lost five that thought that the depth of what they'd been through was greater than the one that you lost. But that's because they didn't know what the one that you lost meant to you. There were in 2020, people lost wives and husbands, children they lost, people lost jobs and employment. We've read about insurrection on American territory, but we never thought we would see the day when people who were former army officials and people who were business owners, people who are next door neighbors would try to overthrow the government. We never thought we would see the day with mass shootings, bloodshed. We never thought we would see the day when the church of Jesus Christ would get on social media and post mean-spirited, ugly things at each other. We never thought we would see a day when we would have to be at home learning to be tutors and teachers for our children in a Zoom environment. We never thought that we would see a day like this. But through it all, through it, oh thank you Jesus, through it all, we're still here, we're still here, we're still the body and the beloved of Jesus Christ. David, in this 23rd division of Psalm, can I tell you some things about David that maybe you didn't know? Back in the day, we had what was called testimony service. I'm always grieved when I hear people give a one-sided perspective of testimony service. I hear people jest and laugh against testimony service. But back in the Pentecostal church, when people would get up and give their testimony... That was their backstory. They didn't just tell you what God had done and where He had brought you from, but they gave you the backstory. You would hear one get up and say, They told me I had four stage cancer. But I went, I had the preachers lay hands on me. I kept on standing in faith, kept on anointing and declaring that by His stripes I'm healed. Went to the doctor last week and they can't find to cancer people would get up and testify i'm going somewhere i'm going somewhere people would testify i was in a rollover my car flipped about five times but i'm here i still have my legs i can still see i walked from that car accident People would get up and testify. Somebody yoked me, took my purse, pointed a gun in my face. But the gun malfunctioned. David. People think in the 23rd division of Psalm and the other Psalms that he wrote that he was just giving us poems, mother. But David was giving us his testimony. This man, David. Can I give you the backstory of David so that you'll understand what he's talking about? When he says the Lord is my shepherd, we think he was just talking about the fact that he used to be a shepherd boy. But this is the same David. His son Absalom led a major insurrection against his father and tried to take his daddy's kingdom. This King David was the one who wanted to build God a temple and the Lord said, you're a bloody man of war. You will not build me a temple. But biblical history tells us that David is renowned for building what was called the tabernacle of David 24 seven worship. This David, this was the David that was rejected by his father. This was the David that was hated by his brothers. This was the David that ran in the wilderness from Saul, a man that he loved, a man that he honored, had done nothing to King Saul. And in the occasion when he could have killed Saul, he spared his life. This is that David. This is a David who knows poverty, he knows sorrow, he knows death, he knows what it means to lose everything. I'm talking to somebody. I'm talking to somebody. What people don't know about David is that he is from the lineage of Judah. Can I tell you something about Judah? The church knows that Judah represents praise, but it represents more than praise. Did you know that Judah was the military might of Israel? Y'all didn't know that because we always celebrate Judah as praise, but the mascot uh, and the standard of Judah was warfare, was the lion's head. That's why we call Jesus the lion of the tribe of Judah, because Judah was the military might of Israel. Are you all with me? So. This David, when he stands before Goliath, he is standing there with the military might of Israel, which was Judah. When you have read the passage of Goliath, have you ever stopped to wonder why the Philistines would put a a trash talking giant? Why in a pitch battle would you put a trash talking giant down in the middle of a valley? Because they didn't want no parts of them boys from Judah. These boys were the boys that took the giants of of, of Anakim from Canaan. Can I tell you some Bible history? You can't understand David. When he says the Lord is my shepherd, you can't understand what he's talking about when he talks about the valley of the shadow of death. If you don't know his story, these boys were the boys led by Caleb who took the giants of Canaan. They just recently did archaeological digs and they found the heads and the skeletons of these giants. One skull would not fit inside the the kitchen of your home. They had gone toe to -to -to toe with these boys from Judah. They didn't want no parts of these boys from Judah. These are the sons and the grandsons and the great-grandsons of them boys that went toe-to-toe with giants and took the land, swept down and took the whole southern coast so that years later in ancient battles, anybody that went up against any of the tribes of Israel, they had to cross Judah. They had to deal with them boys from Judah. So what does the enemy use? What does the adversary use? An old, washed up, did I say old yet? Has been, used to be, come on here, deformed giant named Goliath. Theologians tell us that in this scene where David is standing against Goliath, his knuckles are deformed. He's sick and diseased. He is a giant, a champion. In today's sports, he would either be a famous wrestler or a famous boxer. After years, he's from a, a, a number of brothers from the city of Gap that are the giants, but they're champions. He's been fighting. He's an old giant. He covers his weakness, just like in The Wizard of Oz. In The Wizard of Oz, with the smoke and mirrors, there was an old ratchet. Did I say old yet? Deformed old man behind smoke and mirrors. This was Goliath. And so what weapon does he use against the lion? Judah was the lion. What weapon? Trash talking. On the east coast we use the term smack. Forty days. He stood. Talked about their mamas. Told them their feet was too big. Told them don't, don't make sure that you saved the receipt for whatever store you bought them them, 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 them swords and them shields from. Make sure you saved a receipt. Told them you're wasting my time. Come on down here. Send me down a man. I got a show. I got somewhere to go so I can kill him and eat my dinner. For 40 days, he put terror in the heart of the lion. I'm talking about the church. I'm talking about the church. I watched fear in the hearts of the church. But the COVID-19 was real when Jesus was on the boat. And the Bible says that boat was rocking back and forth. It was filled with water. When they woke Jesus up, Jesus never told them that the wind and the waves were fake. He never said this a figment of your imagination. He never said that the that the that 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 what the that the, the source of your fear, the destructiveness of the wind and the water is not real. Jesus never said that. What he said was where is your faith? Where is your faith, Lamb of God? Where is your faith, Zion? The most effective weapon that the enemy will use against the church is fear. That's why the Bible says perfect love casts out fear. And he said when we don't have perfect love, that means that our love has not been made perfect. Our confidence and our hope. If we didn't learn nothing else in 2020, we should have learned that our possessions mean nothing. We are to be in the world, but not of the world. I heard Reverend Reed in the, in the second service talking about how we're supposed to be light. If we're tripping out and freaking out and flipping out, come on here, somebody talk to me behind your mask. We're flipping out like the world. Where is the light is what Reverend Reed at. Where is the light? Where is the hope of glory? But Penn, this thing was real. That was killing people, but you still here. kill thousands but why are you still sitting here it didn't kill everybody you still sitting here the enemy doesn't want us to remember where God has already brought us from he never wants us to bring to mind that he has been my shepherd he's been my shepherd through poverty I've been poor before I've been broke before but I'm still here because the Lord is my shepherd I don't have to want. He is my provision. He is my manager. Mid Eastern shepherds were responsible and obligated for the care and the management of their sheep. We have a God that says, "You are my beloved." Go to sleep at night. I need somebody to breathe. Somebody said, "Pen, you don't know what I've been through in the last 14 months, but I release you in the name of Jesus. The blood of Jesus is what has kept us. There was no scientist that kept us. The medical community didn't keep us. Being shut up in your house didn't keep you. There was danger all around you. Danger in the air. Danger on surfaces. But we're still here. Because the Lord is my shepherd, Either my son. He has everything that I need. My confidence and my hope is in Him. We are loud. The devil now—he's talking trash, sis. Where's your God? Where's your helper? Pandemic ain't over. yet stay home. Oh, I'm talking. I'm coming for somebody today. Stay home. You don't know what you might get. You've been around germs and bacteria all your life. You've been sick all your life. Some of you have come through major surgery. Don't nobody know what you've been through. Are we to be careful? We are the temple of the Holy Ghost. Yes, we're to be careful. Yes, we're to take precautions. And yes, we should show the world that we're not going to be stupid. We're not going to be stuck on stupid. We're going to take care of our families. And we're going to obey the laws of the land. The Bible told us to do that. But you can't make me afraid, devil. That's a whole nother issue. I will go to sleep at night. Because he that keeps Israel, the same God of Abraham, Jacob, and Isaac, he's my God. And though I walk through the valley with death all around me, I will not be afraid because he is the Lord. He is the lion of the tribe of Judah. His name means healer. His name means deliverer. Come on here today. He never sleeps and he never slumbers. You don't have to wait for him to come. He's already here. He never leaves you. He walks with me. He talks with me. He says, I am his own. I have no need to fear. When the Lord is my rock and he is my salvation. Lift up your heads. Oh, ye gates be ye lifted up while our heads hung down when we're still here. You are not standing on sinking sand. You're standing on a rock. That's a rock. (laughs) The rock of ages. Well, thank you, Jesus. The Lord is. The Lord is. The Lord has been my husband, mother. He's been my best friend. He's been my doctor. I know him as a lawyer. Oh, thank you, Jesus. Where are my I know him as an employer. Come on here today. How do you know him? David said, I know him. He is my shepherd. He's kept me from the jaws of the lion and the paws of the bear. And this same Jesus, he tells Goliath, in a minute, I'm going to cut your head off. And when I cut your head off, I'm going to take it and I'm going to raise it so that the world can see that Jesus is still alive. Do you have a God who is still alive? My God is not dead. I got news for you. God wasn't asleep during the pandemic. God wasn't somewhere on vacation during the pandemic. His angels were on the move. His angels, his angels spread their wings over your household. But pen, I lost my loved one. But if you love you lost them in Christ Jesus, you're gonna see them again. As a matter of fact, you couldn't pay them to come back here. As much as they love you, you couldn't pay them to come back here. I'm almost done. You all sit down. Y'all notice I didn't kick up my heels one time. Y'all notice I stayed at the mic, but there's something I feel on the inside when I think about how I could have lost my mind. I heard the brother say, in the choir how he could have lost his mind. Some of you maybe you don't have that testimony about sometimes how you thought you were gonna lose your mind. I thank God for a sound mind. Yeah by Sondo thank God that I ate all the way through the pandemic. Mm -hmm. Thank God. No, put a notice on my door. Oh, thank you, Jesus. Maybe your testimony is different from mine, but I got so much to be grateful for. I dare you to get your eyes off the wind and go back looking at Jesus. When Peter took his eyes off Jesus during the pandemic, there were people of God that took their eyes off Jesus and put their eyes on their material things. They put their eyes on their money, but you can have money today and it's gone tomorrow. Your 401k can get wiped out in one week. Come on, here today, you can lose a business you labored for 27 years and lose that business in one day. But if you still have Jesus, you can get another business, you can get another job, you can get some more food. Come on, here today if you still have jesus you can go to sleep at night with peace you have oh thank you god you can have the peace that passes all understanding when you have jesus you have joy unspeakable (laughs) hallelujah somebody raise your hands and begin to praise god begin to praise him because he is your shepherd not your money not your treasures Come on here. Not your associations. You you could lose everything. But the Lord is the one. His eyes are upon you. I need somebody to breathe. Breathe. You said, I've been through so much. I can't breathe. I release you today. Breathe. 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 The Lord has got you by the hand. He's watching over you. He's keeping you. He's the one that's got you. Breathe. Somebody needs to cry. Somebody said, Pen, I'm afraid that if I start crying, I won't stop a cry. Weep your last tear. Say goodbye. Hold up the head of the giant. Hold up the head of Goliath. All these has got is trash talking. God is the one that made everything. God made Everything, the chair you're sitting in, the Bible says is held up by the authority and the power of God. The glasses on your face, that mask, it has its substance through the authority and the power of God. Why should we be afraid? Whom shall I fear? Who? Thank you, God. Somebody's getting delivered. Whom shall I fear? Whom shall I fear? When my God calls me His beloved, breathe. I need somebody to breathe. It's time to breathe. It's time to come back to church. Those of you that are in the virtual, time to come back to church. Who is it that can stand before our God? Who can stand toe to toe with him? Don't you forget what God has already brought you from. Don't you forget. You use the wisdom of God but not ever make anything bigger than God's ability to save us. When Peter turned, I'm finished now, and he looked at the wind, he began to sink. He was doing the impossible when he kept his eyes on Jesus. But when he turned and he gave his worship, when you are afraid, you bow to it. Anything that you fear, you bow to it. In the original Greek of that text with Peter, it uses the term phobia, the, from where we get our word phobia, that word means to reverence or bow. Peter makes the wind and the waves bigger than Jesus. And the Bible says he sinks. But oh my, my, my. The Bible says Jesus reaches out, grabs him. Aren't you glad that God is not going to throw you away? He didn't throw you away because you got afraid. He didn't throw us away because we were doubtful in 2020. He didn't throw us away. He still loves us. He is still our great shepherd. Thank you for listening today. We want you to partner with us and become a part of our family. Please go to our website, pilgrimrestphx.org. To get more information, you can also text to give by texting PRBC to 77977. Remember to subscribe. Now, let's go live a life of higher heights and deeper depths as we occupy all streets.